This is the Dear Warren Podcast. Welcome to Dear Warren Podcast. This week's edition, midweek podcast, this uh, edition of, uh, what do we have? Warren's Announce Table. I'm joined by the wonderful Jessica. Hello. And today, uh, we just want to say happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. This is Warren's first Valentine's Day, right? Second, Second. Valentine's Day. I'm losing it as well, too. We're a little tired. We had a, the most delicious Valentine's Day meal. So, let me preface this with saying that it was a long day at work. It's the itis! We, I, so... Some people, when there's a special occasion or a holiday... Jess has the itis right now, too. They go out someplace fancy. Mm. So here... Hey, we got fancy food. We got so fancy. We Mm. go the opposite route. So when something... And by the opposite, we mean the fanciest. The fanciest. The hot... You know, when there's a holiday or something good happens, we go go really, really fancy. So today's fancy, brought Mm. to us by delivery of DoorDash, was... (coughs) The happiest place on earth. The planet. The planet. Applebee's. <laughs> Let it sink in. I know we're mm. high rollers. Yes. You know. Uh, we got... Not, not, not even the entrees. Not even the entrees. We did a, a medley, a smorgasbord, a buffet of Applebee's appetizers for Valentine's Day. And you can definitely hear the effect it has on Jessica right now. Well, three of the four things were fried. <laughs> so we got the... <laughs> you don't have to get into it. Uh, in case you're new to the podcast, uh, we normally go over what we eat. No, we don't. Uh, at the Midweek Podcast, a specifically Warren's Announced Tape, we turn on professional wrestling in the background. WWE NXT, a weekly running show um, available on the WWE Network. Professional wrestling has played a long part of our lives. Uh, uh, I like to say we've been to more professional wrestling live events than we had concerts. True. Yes. And um, as it's going on in the background, maybe we'll touch upon it. Uh, we like to talk to more about what's currently happening and a little bit how to uh, watch or digest professional wrestling. But uh, the majority of the time, too, we just get uh, totally sidetracked. Yep. And we talk about Valentine's Day appetizer meals, which it, it have, was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Considering, and as you said, you had an exhausting day, and you are almost out of it. So, in case you hear Jess fall asleep or uh, slam on the table, that's her head, uh, you know, <laughs> knocking off the table as she passes out no. from the itis. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And who do we have competing right now? Oh, is this a, in the U? No, it's not in, in the UK. It's for the UK title, though. We have Roderick Strong, the perpetual. Wasn't he just on Two Hundred Five Live? He was. Jeez, uh, Roderick Strong, uh, one of the indie darlings. He came, uh, joined NXT, and he's going against. Uh, is it Pat Dunn or Pete Dunn? Pete, Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn. Uh, UK Championship holder. The Bruiser weight. He's like twenty or nineteen. He's stupid 20. young. Stupid young. But also one of he's he's already had like. Each year, uh, a match of the year contender. Mm-hmm. That's how good he is at, uh, at, at a work rate. And you may be wondering, a match of the year? How do you do a match of the year in professional wrestling? Isn't professional wrestling fake? Did I do that <laughs> accent right? Eh. Anyway, 
uh, obviously, uh, if you can have awards for uh, fake performances such as the Oscars. Oh, boy. Yeah. That would be fighting words. Yeah. Yeah. If you can have awards for acts like that, you can have awards for best put on match, even mm. though it has a predetermined outcome. Because yep. there are ways to uh, make a match extremely believable, to get the crowd into it, and to, in this case, have matches of the year. Yep. And I mean, I'm guessing this isn't for the UK championship since Pete, I mean, not Pete, uh, Roderick Strong's not from the UK. Well, it looks like it is because they usually, you, they, they, they dim the lights like this whenever it's a championship match. What do you think? We'll see. I, I think so. But no way. You couldn't. Yeah. No. Yeah. You couldn't have a championship match. Well, it depends. If the ref holds it up, it is. If he doesn't, it isn't. And <gasps> it's a championship match. And they're opening up with it. But what? That ref is jacked. Look at that. I thought you were going to say tan. I was like, he tan is and very, he's very tan. He's very jacked as well, too. It's not eyebrows, though. Remember eyebrows, ref? Yeah. I the, love eyebrows, ref. His what, eyebrows are on fleek. Remember, as soon as you said that, I was like, what are you talking about? Yes. Can you explain to people who are unaware of this vernacular? Oh, geez. I don't even. I mean, it just means they're on point. Like, they're hot. They're good. And then, and then I tried to, that day, was like, oh, can, can like, this food be on fleek? And you're like, yeah. I think it's usually uh, described when you're talking about someone's physical appearance. Mm-hmm. But it's no longer a thing. It was a hot potato thing for a little bit, and then. It's, it's passe already? Yeah. I don't think anybody uses it anymore. Just like um, Chuck Norris jokes. Oh, I love Chuck Norris those? jokes. What? Chuck Norris doesn't do push-ups. The earth rises up to meet him. <laughs> we're not going to start listing oh, our come favorites. On. That uh, was a good one. Chuck Norris doesn't sleep. He waits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there was some uh, a bunch on a, on a T-shirt. I can't repeat them here because I can't remember them. But yeah, they were, they were, are, are they still a thing? I, they're obviously not a thing. No. Um, Did you ever case. watch Chuck Norris movies or like yes. Chuck Norris, Texas Ranger? Yes. That was our jam when I was like eight. Conan uh, O'Brien, I don't know if he still does. He used to have a, a Tex, uh, uh, what is it? Walker, Texas Ranger clips on a, on a, on a switch. Like he had like this pull switch that like whenever he needed comic relief, he just pull it and would just play a random, totally out of context, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger clip. And it's always awesome. So, uh, there's probably a montage of that that people can look up on YouTube. So, and I always I'm remember, not going to do it justice. So, as a kid, if you were in martial arts, or even if you weren't, there was, you remember the Century catalogs? The what? Century. So, Century was the brand, it's still the brand that makes all the heavy bags and they make like a bunch oh, of martial okay. arts gear. So, there were Century magazines that would sell, you know, uniforms and training materials and back then, I guess, VHSs or DVDs. And towards the back, they would have the advertisements that people could place. And I always remember that Chuck Norris had an advertisement or was in an advertisement for those like pajama jeans. <laughs> so they were marketed to martial artists as like jeans with a full range of motion. No one would know that they're not really denim. So if you ever need to, you know, kick in the bar, you can without ripping your jeans. Something really silly. But I just remember that he was the spokesperson for what equates to pajama jeans. He was also the spokesperson for the Total Gym. Do you remember that? I don't. Well, I think hey, man, I'm... Christy Brinkley. I do remember Christy. That's why. Yep, that uh, that was that was uh, during the the nights where <laughs> couldn't go to bed and watch the late night infomercials. Oh, speaking of late night infomercials, I used to watch. Well, I used to watch late, late night infomercials. But who's the boss reruns and 
uh, Iron Chef reruns were like my jam in the middle of the night. Oh, these are amazing shows that we eventually have to. Hopefully, they're still around when 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 Warren. Well, Iron Chef definitely is. Obviously, yes. who's the boss is not. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling shows like that, kind of like the original Full House, they'll hold up. You think they'll hold up? I think they'll hold up. I don't know. I think as the time times uh, change for certain shows, it's kind of like certain jokes they can't do anymore. Mm-hmm. Every ever like look at like old school, maybe like Married with Children, they can't do like Probably, half the jokes that yeah. they that they do now. That was the first time I'd seen that. Pete Dunn basically had him in an arm lock and, and circumnavigated him the entire ring. Like, basically did a come along the whole ring. Yeah, but at the same time, it was like a, one of those Hapkido kind of like joint lock things. Yep. Ooh. Backbreaker, right, right around to this. Writer? Listen to me. <laughs> what did you put in that Applebee's food? Right onto to the steps. Oil. Uh-huh. Bread. <laughs> Lots of cheese. fat. Lots uh, of... <laughs> Yeah, when you do a wrist lock and you make the person, like, walk with you, I think mm. we used to call that a come-along where you used to kind of, like, force them to mm. essentially follow you because you arm-lock them. It looks, it, it's kind of like a chicken wing, almost. Yeah, remember when that was, like, the way, like, wrist locks were, like, the shit back mm-hmm. in the day? They still are. Well, they if still get, can if you get be. Caught, if, you get, if you could uh, get someone into that, I'm pretty sure bouncers still use that type of lock. Oh, like, look at this, neon belly. With the uh, with, with, with the neck crank, it's always nice to to, to try and spot the semi jujitsu moves or semi uh, grappling moves that uh, do get incorporated into a professional wrestling match. Yeah, I mean to be fair, a lot of the jujitsu moves are not particularly visually pleasing. So it's interesting to see that the ones that they choose are obviously the ones that have a more visual component to them, like an arm bar or. Dude, uh, like we said, uh, that last takeover when it was Shayna Baszler versus Ember Moon, the last like few minutes of the match mm-hmm. was everyone was freaking out over an armbar escape. Yep, yep. They definitely took their time telling the story there because from a submission standpoint, you could almost think that Shayna could win versus mm-hmm. from her wrestling, eh, you would, you know, call into question. Oh, speaking of the women's division, uh, uh, the, the announcement has been made, in case you guys are uh, still following Ronda Rousey, is that she's going to do a contract signing at uh, the next pay-per-view, which is the Elimination Chamber. I, forget, I think it's at the end of the month. she already signed? Well, here, here's the, the cool thing, Warren, and anybody else who has joined professional wrestling. The contract signing is more of a kind of a symbolic thing like obviously she's already signed but what they uh usually do with the contract signings that they got uh you know people in suits you may may, it was probably gonna be either stephanie mcmahon or triple h Mm, in a suit or both of them announcing that she walks down and they make up the ring to look kind of like a professional semi-business office they have a table there they have a clipboard and a fancy pen and a and an executive uh chair and it's it's kind of like a unsung rule that anytime they have a contract signing where there's a table out in the middle of the ring, someone else usually comes in to, to face down whoever's doing the contract signing, and someone ends up going through the table. Who do you think it'll be? Oscar? I don't know. Well, yeah, maybe. It could, it could possibly be her. I, I, I really don't know. Um, I haven't been reading up uh, specifically on, on following Ronda Rousey. Uh, I'm taking my advice from last time, as mm-hmm. far as the Ronda Rousey primer, to uh, try and not over, you know, saturate yourself with too much content, because then you just kind of get burned out on it, and yep. you just take it as it comes along, and you just enjoy the ride. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they how they play that. I mean, to your point, I think it is 
versus Asuka. Oh, 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 here we go. Death, uh, Death Valley Driver onto the apron. Oh! It wasn't a Death Valley Driver, but what, it was what enough. What was that? Uh, that's just carrying him in a fireman's carry and then just dropping him. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, oh, a, a commercial break. One of the rare ones on, on For NXT. Merch. Uh-huh. I, I'm always looking to see like what new shirts and I'm not seeing too much that I like lately. It's it's only for the super fan. I can be a super fan. We are well, you know, we're super fans enough where we where instead of investing money into t-shirts, we invest time into watching and and doing podcasts on Valentine's Day. <laughs> that is true. So I guess we're fans. Mm, let's see on a more. Uh, and you, you can tell me if you want to go down this direction as far huh. as a more somber note and everything. Other things that happened today. Oh, another stupid kid shot up mm-hmm. another school. Another high school shooting. Uh, I think the last time we had uh, something of, of, of this sort was back uh, last, what is it, around, around Halloween. Mm. That was with uh, World Trade Center. Yeah. Around, around that era. We, we, we already talked about it and in that stupid. podcast. And I say stupid. I mean, that's not the right descriptor. I mean, there's yeah. really no words to describe my distaste with the entire situation or every time. Hmm. I mean, the truth of the matter is everybody is capable of ridiculous amounts of evil. Mm-hmm. And I feel like certain people gone unchecked, unchallenged, unhelped, un... Mm. You know, they shit like this happens and i don't know it's it's nuts and it, it's one of those things where where you know obviously we're choosing our words uh very carefully here because there's there's um uh, a, a series of discussions that go go along with uh tragedies like this that happen and unfortunately with that it, 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 can, it can get very divisive it can get very heated. Things start uh, get get taken personally, and I, I think the last time with the tragedy, it was I was I was trying to explain through use of professional wrestling and the story of good guys and bad guys, and 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 how heels and faces, how they kind of like are one and the same. It's it's just one of those things where you know I'm just noting it here just for the sake of you know when Warren one day grows up old enough to kind of understand what what goes on and i'm i'm just hoping um that this type of thing is 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 not present i think that's what what every parent kind of yep. thinks that like we hope you know not not hopefully it doesn't happen to anyone else but obviously of course it doesn't happen to our kid and the thing that's most tragic about it is obviously there's the youth aspect to it that mm. makes you know children and i would consider teenagers still children um are the most innocent of the innocent in a way, even though their own peer is the one who had sort of Mm -hmm. done this tragedy. And I guess part of it too is like, you're supposed to be safe at school. Like you're supposed to, like, it's not, you know, it's not like, Oh, you were in the quote unquote wrong place at the wrong time. Or you Mm -hmm. were in the place you were exactly supposed to be doing exactly what you were supposed to be doing Yep. to make the whole system that we have in most, you know, civilized societies work. And now that, that is called into question and mm-hmm. it's just, you know, and for people who have kids, it's kind of like, well, I got to drop Warren off at school tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, no one, you know, school doesn't stop. Yep. So it's kind of like, well, 
if they're not safe there, then where are they safe or where are you safe? And then depending upon the reason for someone's attack, it's like, uh, you know, you can't live in fear, but at the same time, it's just, it wears on everybody. It just kind of chisels away any it sense does. of It absolutely does. Safety. And I think, and I think there's also, you know, as, as I said, there, there are discussions that like start to pop up around uh, uh, tragedies and, ev- and events like this. And, 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 and to lend an ear to each one of those discussions, because each one of them are all attempting to um, reach a common goal, and that's to uh, prevent something like this from ever happening again. And each one of them has kind of like their, their approach to it. So um, it's tough. It's especially tough when, when discussions are going around and, and one or the, uh, or, and, 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 and those kind of like pods and those areas of, of discussion start to like go, la, 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 I'm not going to listen to the other area of discussion. And then in that case, you just got just people yelling, I'm right. No, I'm right. No, I'm right. No, I'm right. You know what I mean? Right. And I think what happens is that people don't think outside of their cherry picked view or their cherry pick stats and that's for all sides i mean yeah i like to liken it to a seesaw where there's an up and down right so if someone's Hmm. high the other one's low whereas it's obviously and if you want to find a balance Mm -hmm. it's somewhere in the middle but now instead of a seesaw imagine 50 spinning plates of different of different heights right and you have to level them all out and then Mm -hmm. somewhere if you can level the 50 spinning plates out you're you're in the right area and i mean it's impossible right so someone says, you know, this country has these kind of gun laws. This country has this kind of gun laws. This country has none. This country has all of them. And you say, well, this person does this. Or this, that's this. This, that's that. Mm-hmm. You're obviously still watching the match. No, I just glanced over and I saw him do a German suplex. And, and he landed like on the, on the top of his head or front of his face, which is like not really, good. really not. Re- <laughs> it's, they sell it very well. Yeah. But no, uh, absolutely agreed with um, what you're saying there. And if anyone is uh, um, uh, in strong dis- disagreement uh, of me or, well, well I'm going dis- to I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm going to disagree about, I mean, well, I, I don't know. Well, if someone people, wants to people, disagree, they can go ahead. It's free country. Go ahead. That, that, and also at the same time, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with my, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just the podcast dad uh, turning the dining room table into a podcast studio. So, you know. Yeah, I would give you a little bit more credit than that, but well, I get it. There are and and there are people out there a lot brighter than I am who are working diligently uh, on all aspects of of this too. And there's a lot of freaking stupid loud people well, too. Yeah, yeah, but I'm 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 putting my my uh, good faith. Come on, in, Nick, come to the dark side. Come on, <laughs> my good faith in in that there is as long as there's always discussion. And as long as there's uh, always continual uh, listening from from everyone, that uh, w- one day, like I said, we we will have something where we don't have to worry too much about it, you know? Yep. But I hope at that point we're not worrying about it because it's no longer a thing versus we're not worried about it because we've engineered some other solution. Kind of like, what is that? The minority report? The, like the pre-think or the pre-thought, oh, pre-crime? Now we're going sci-fi with it. Well, yeah. How you know? How do you prevent things? Either you—it's harder to change people than it is to change a, a system or mm. a, a monitoring or a. 
well, I think now you're going uh, towards like something of like, all right, how do you prevent? Uh, the, and and correct me if I'm wrong. I think you're going down the the direction of how do you even uh, prevent someone from doing something like that? And maybe it's not like you you know that they're a bad person and then you stop them before they even do it. It could be how do you stop them from even become like even having to resort to measures like that? Is that what you're saying? Or well, you know, I think it's it's more so. It depends what how what aspect or what outlook you take on the situation yeah if you believe people are can be inherently evil yes then everybody's a, a ticking time bomb essentially mm-hmm. there are people that can recognize their that and then choose to make correct decisions and mm-hmm. in that case you have to worry about those people those are most people mm-hmm. but then there always are going to be people where they can't turn it off you know and mm-hmm. I don't, if it's a mental illness conversation i'm not sure Mm-hmm. Do I think everybody who, I mean, there's something, I don't know. Then it yep. gets to like, do you think that people who do these things are mentally ill or do you think that they've been abused or do you think that they've been misled? Yep. I think, or do you I know? understand. I understand. So at, 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 at the same point, I'd go again, as you, you were saying to come to the dark side. I, I, I think it's more so of, of, of like there are steps to take in order to go to the dark side. Like you just don't immediately go to it well i might go to, I, I, I might go to the dark side isn't like shit on people with me i know, I know not I know. like come to the dark side I like i'm doing anything <laughs> i understand that um but uh i'm also talking from the, the going to the dark side of where the people as you said there are some people that can get uh i wouldn't say in, inherently evil i would say it's like they have the capacity for it and then they start taking steps toward like down that path and uh, circumstances, something, what, whatever it is, they they just start going down that path, and and I think as far as like my optim- optimistic outlook is that there are uh, there are options to explore to uh, prevent someone from going down that path or giving them an, an alternative to like there's a reason why they would go down that path. I, I guess that's what I'm saying. Right. You know. And I guess my question. My, you know, to ask the universe is what additional can be like can be done in terms of if you argue mm-hmm. like I think this situation that the town was voted as like one of the safest towns last yes. year. Um, you know, the school system was good. Mm-hmm. You know, we have all these programs. We have all this. You know, the mental health counseling in schools now. We have um, you know healthcare in a way where people can get you know mm-hmm. help and. Uh, I think I guess it depends on the community and depends on your social circles. Like I feel like the system has done a lot to get you where you need to go. There's a lot of funding going into school, a lot of mm-hmm. funding going to these programs. It's like, what else can we possibly do from a, a system monetary perspective? And this is not obviously talking about gun control. This is just talking about like, mm-hmm. how do you find those kids in this case? That former student, actually, I, I, I read up on it. I think it's still it, too it, early to like, definitively say, but oh, yeah. But well, I just mean just as, at just least happen. that's what I was. That's this is what I was reading, and so I could be totally misinformed. Well, we from don't know. Yeah, it's still reading. too early. But go ahead. But it was an old, like a older co- colleague. So uh, it was a colleague or student. Colleague. Uh, I, I, I don't know. The, the the terminology is former student that is around twenty years old. At least that's what I uh, latest read. Okay. So, regardless of I guess the age, or regardless of. Uh, whether former student or student, there's... Oh, you found something? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Um, there's... There's... I I always go kind of like with, with optimistic and 
19 year old former student but not a colleague a colleague would mean he taught no oh i i, I mean colleague as in as as in like um yeah they're not co- oh, oh, like okay a, you know i thought I mean? you meant like insinuated no. you work there or something no, no, okay no, no. um i always go by i i don't even want to attribute it to like uh mental illness because that's kind of like going with with like oh you know they're just they're just plain crazy so then uh, they can't help it but you know uh do this and everything's a choice you know what i mean so when it when it goes that way i I think uh that that it's used as kind of like a answer where it makes certain people feel better of like oh well at least i'm not mentally ill that means i won't be ever be able to do something like that versus if they do realize that it's someone just like you and I, where just a bunch of bad decisions have been made on their part due to a reaction to whether it be um, a bunch of societal uh, factors, such as maybe this person was bullied. Maybe this person had a a grudge against against society. Maybe he he or she uh, felt that um, they were being treated unfairly in some way. In other words, stuff that we always kind of like deal with. Right, but they have an abnormal reaction to it. Yes, yes, absolutely. And there's there, and I wouldn't say it's an abnormal reaction. I would say it's a normal reaction that they never that they never uh, put in check. In other words, every one of us ha- has like a ha- has like a reaction of like if we're treated un- unfairly um, to to snap back, but we don't. Because we've been taught like a certain way, or we've been brought up in a certain way not to do something like that. We we put that in check. Well, right, but our reaction is to not do something. So I'm saying it's an abnormal yes. action. It's a normal normal reaction to a situation. Yes. That everyone else deals with one way, but then you have outliers mm-hmm. that deal with it another yes. way. Yes, and and they they deal in another way, and not only that, it progresses from there. If they if they if they don't keep that part in check, then what's to say like the next step towards like getting darker and darker is not kept in check as well too so if you want to use a professional wrestling analogy in the heel how can the heel be a heel maybe instead of when you know when they do the handshake in the beginning Mm -hmm. they don't shake hands okay Okay. that's you know that's considered unsportsmanlike and then behind the ref's back they pull the guy's hair Mm. and then they go further maybe they use the foreign object maybe they use the chair Maybe they start attacking their opponents in the uh, during an interview. Mm-hmm. So you can go down and, and then to elicit, obviously, you know, the, obviously it's a fictional world, folks. I understand that. But it's a, it's a metaphor to kind of explain, like, step by step that it gets, like, progressively worse, that these choices are made, that it just doesn't go from zero to 100. Maybe it does. But I would, I would gather that there's... Uh, a, like I said, a, a series of, as you said, these reactions that under other circumstances, people keep them in check, whereas this one keeps going unchecked and keeps going down this path and it snowballs until what we have today. Mm-hmm. So uh, my optimistic outlook to it is that those reactions are coming from something, maybe a uh, uh, a closer look at w- w- why someone would react that way. Maybe a closer look at why um, those uh, snowballing reactions could could they have been prevented? Could there have been an alternative to 
not well for that person not to go down that path i i, I think that's what i'm saying it's it's a very you know it's it's a sunny pie in the sky thing mm-hmm. but i don't know yeah i don't know i i see what you're saying i tend to i mean of course you wish you know there was that one thing right or like that that one thing that could have changed but i i also think too i mean i, I imagine if you looked at at least some of the the people who have done heinous acts of mm-hmm. this sort Mm-hmm. They tend to have a, a difficult upbringing. They tend to have not Absolutely. been treated. So, so another, another. So I'm like, why don't they jail the parents too? Like, <laughs> I, I get, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I understand that as, as. And well. I'm not saying that to like absolve them of any responsibility. Yes. It is not. Absolutely. This is not what I'm saying. It's just like. The culture, society created these people. Yeah. And every person who interact with them positively or negatively mm-hmm. has, you know, potentially shifted that that bar if we all mm-hmm. start at gray and you know 99.9% of us make it to you know a lighter gray but the other 1% go black you know if you're looking yep. at a scale from white to black um you know every interaction they've had you know has formed you know so if they've had more negative interactions than positive interactions yeah or they just have you know there was just a a, a one a one situation that like post like PST, P, PSTD PTSD. PTSD. Um, you know. It could be. I don't. But that doesn't necessarily absolve anybody of anything. I know. But yep. the thing is, we can't punish anybody for anything either. Like, mm-hmm. what's a punishment for this? Like, the world's been punished enough. You killed now 17 people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, who's, like, who's, what redemption is any of us getting? Mm-hmm. We're not. I mean, so. And that's why it's such a, it's, it's such so, a horrible act. Yeah, it's pointless. And it's, chaos, you know, it's obviously overwhelmingly unnecessary and <laughs> completely uh mm-hmm. it's it's i mean it's un, it's explainable but unexplainable at the same time yeah because it's kind of like well what like you don't like what do you do mm-hmm. and you, you what do what, what do me and you do nothing it's you, and people you, could you, di- you discuss right but i think as best as you can and as open as as open and, and as honest as you can even if it's even if it's a floundering bumbling on my part i'm chewing on my words and i sound like i got marbles in my mouth i think that uh just personally and selfishly i think that's better than 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 no discussion whatsoever right and i mean i mean what we're doing is i would argue real discussion Uh, first i mean discussion in terms of we're talking about it versus uh, me posting on facebook about my thoughts and prayers oh well that is uh, a, a, another whole, uh, I, th- I think there was a whole comedy bit, uh, what was that? I think Anthony Jeselnik uh, yep. penned, penned that one. Yeah. It's, um, I Or like, know. let's fight with my relatives over gun mm-hmm. control on you know, Twitter. It's not, I don't. It's, that's the part where I was talking about where, where it can, where discussion can, can happen. And then like, it gets, it gets. It, it loses its actual like kind of like focus where instead of it being about, you know, that common goal, it starts getting personal. It starts getting co-opted into, into other aspects, you know? So, and you know what? I don't fault anyone for that because it's, it's such a horrible thing. You know what I mean? That happened that when a horrible thing like that happens, people get angry, people get upset. Um, people, um, get very negative, 
people can get sad. Um, and when that happens, it's kind of like your, your like better judgment a lot of times goes out the window, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't, you know, if, if it happens, if, if, if you got a vent, go right, go, go ahead. Just, <laughs> just, you know, be aware that on, on, on another note that, you know, it's the internet. It remembers mm -hmm. everything you say. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just makes me so sad and mm -hmm. it's not over. It's not going to be the last one. Mm -hmm. There's going to be many, many more. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we're going to do absolutely nothing about it. Well, you know, we, um, we do what we can as far as you and I, where we try to learn as much as possible, mm -hmm. um, um, about, about laws, about what is and what isn't mm -hmm. when it comes to, um, situations like this, you know? So, mm -hmm. And then, as you said, we just try to keep discussing and we recognize when people are discussing with us, if it's, if it's, if it's going into another area that's, has nothing to do with, uh, you know, a good, uh, I, I, I guess a, a, a positive change versus, uh, is this, is this really going to be a discussion? Is this really going to be, uh, helping or is this just, something that someone believes in is right and then just pushes it mm -hmm. where which is there's a difference i strongly believe there's a difference you mm -hmm. know because if this was quote such a simple problem that everyone could have like solved it would have been solved by mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. but due to the fact that it's it, it, it oh it, people it, would disagree with you and you know right how so go ahead well people would think that there's a solve and it's blatant. Yeah. And then if you just do that one thing, everything fixes itself. Yeah. Um, so they would disagree. They would think that's, mm -hmm. that you were wrong. Yeah. That there's a solve. And mm -hmm. there are obviously people who feel like that's there's it's a more complicated issue than just that. Yep. Um, and, you know, and people quote different stats and different countries and different. Yeah. That's the. Oh, my goodness. That's the. It, it, it's tough with that one because. Uh, I'm trying to think of another analogy here. Ah, the video game class analogy. Mm. Um, uh, when we play Borderlands, mm -hmm. I, lo I love this analogy. When you play Borderlands, what class did you choose? Ooh, I think I chose like the tank guy. The berserker, right? Yeah, I just go in there and I like shoot it up. Uh, no, that's a, a terrible <laughs> freezing. It's a video game, guys. It's a video game. But here... Why did you not choose uh, uh, Sniper? I don't have the patience for it. Mm -hmm. and I don't like it. I don't like being so you know? far away. So in other words, there's kind of like a, like, a, like a template that works for one thing, but you can't apply it to another thing because context matters. Mm -hmm. you know? And so, well, this worked here. Why, does, why, why can't we just like, you, take that pattern and then you know, scale it out to... What, what is Everywhere. it, 350 uh, million here in the U.S. and then apl applied here? And it's kind of like, uh, well, there. Again, as you as you were saying, well, well, people will disagree with me because there's a simple answer to to it, and if you just do this, and and then 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 it works. And it's kind of like, uh, well, you nothing know? is like that. And I exactly. Think, so I always like when people would say, "Oh, I'm going to move to Canada for universal health care." Mm -hmm. I was like, "Okay, but 
then you're going to have to pay. You're going to not be able to heat your home because you know how much gas costs, heat your home, petrol costs to heat, heat your home. It's like all that money you would have paid and, you know, because you don't want to pay for health care. You're just going to refunnel it into, mm. you know, petrol because they have a, they had a gas. I don't know if they still do. They had like a gas shortage, like a severe mm-hmm. problem where it was costing you hundreds and hundreds, not just a couple hundred, like hundreds and hundreds, six hundred, eight hundred dollars to heat your home per mm-hmm. month. Um, or, you know, we talk about, you know, what other countries and, and what they're doing or what they're not doing. And, you know, it's it's not it's not one to one with us. It's never one. It's never going to be one to one. And not only that, it's never one to one with each state within no. here. You know, I mean, so, even laws within states. Take you know, if you're taking New Jersey and Florida and talking about control laws and things like that. Um, it's it's, you know, and it doesn't mean it shouldn't be looked at closely. No, of course it should be looked at closely, and of course that information. Oh, absolutely. Needs to be studied by people much smarter, to your point, than us. <laughs> much brighter than me. Yeah, and I mean the data needs to be made available, and there's lots of data issues. I think we have a lot too in this country, specifically with public or private interest groups. Like the data sets that we have to make decisions on are shitty, hmm. shitty. That they're not certain things aren't reported in a, in a database that scientists or data scientists can get at. Mm-hmm. Some things, you know, people don't want to participate in census. Let's say you take for DACA, for example, or immigration. Mm-hmm. They don't want to participate in the census anymore. So that's like our one thing of how to fund schools. Mm-hmm. Can't, you know, it's bull, you know, it's bull at this point in certain areas. It's useless. So, and then people are like, oh, Uncle Sam's going to invade my privacy by collecting data about, you know, yep. it's like, oh, come on. Like, what else are people supposed to look at? Mm-hmm. You know, situations and anecdotes don't in and of themselves lend to statistical significance for change from a scientific standpoint. Yep. Which is really, I would argue, how we should make the majority of our decisions. I don't know. What do I know? You're just a podcast mom. I ordered Applebee's for dinner, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and, the, and the appetizers. <laughs> and the appetizers I ordered. Oh, that's... Because I'm fancy. Valentine's and uh, not Day. only that, but we're discussing all of this while watching professional wrestling. So uh, on, yeah, Valentine's on Valentine's Day. So uh, yeah, smile. Yeah. Don't take us too seriously. Well, I don't know how they smile after that segment. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, uh, Warren, well, I think it's just like, you know, we just talk about it because I feel like Warren needs to know that the problems that he's going to face in 20 years are going to be similar you know history does repeat itself oh my god isn't that a little it's a little that's sad when you when you when you approach it where it's like cyclical you yeah know what i mean everything's cyclical though no oh, you would hope things like this aren't cyclical though mm. you know but we know if you look back in history enough mm-hmm. then you have to look too far um this is you know i don't know i would argue this is not new I would think that with with more and again this is like the the op, optimist Of course me, that's why we're why we're married. Happy Valentine's Day sweetheart. Is, is 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 that we're in a quote better place with technology. Yes. And I would think with technology it would offer us more opportunity to share ideas to not alienate one uh, one another. And if if technology moves in, in, in that direction, to understand each other better. Because I think if, if the, the move is in that direction of understanding, of, of discussion, of acceptance, especially through the advent of technology, I would hope that the next time this cycle comes, 
um, and 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 whatever this this uh, a repeat of such a tragedy is is on the cusp that hopefully technology and people who are better equipped and better informed and better uh, uh, what's the Sesame Street thing stronger wiser and kinder mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. I would hope that there's a a bigger group out there that can possibly even recognize or remember I was saying that there's like a, a societal thing, whatever it is, an external factor that would probably start nudging a person in that direction. Maybe they'll be able to recognize that sooner, whether they're doing it themselves or they notice someone else doing it, or they notice a group of people doing it and, 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 and they can, and they can recognize the signs of this and stop the next step from happening, which could lead to the snowball effect. And then a tragedy happening. I, I guess that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I don't then know. again, I'm just the podcast dad, and I'm I'm probably flying high on the Applebee's appetizers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. We can we can move off of it. There's no sure. there's no uh, no redeeming quality to this conversation. I mean, we're having it because we think you know I think it's important to talk about, and I think Warren needs to hear it uh, at some point. Um, I you know there's. It's, you know, woefully unsatisfying, though, in terms of, like, because well, you want you well, to fix them. You want to you solve it. You want a solution. You want well, to I fix think this it. Is a good, I think this is a good lesson, in, in my opinion, because if something could be solved in, this has only been, what, 40 minutes worth of a podcast? Mm. If something could just be solved between a podcast mom and dad in 40 minutes while watching professional wrestling, <laughs> one would argue it probably wasn't, <laughs> you know, the the most complicated of right. of of problems so yeah. this is uh, a lesson to you warren that it's a complicated problem it's complex and it takes a lot of work a lot of discussion and uh, uh a lot of these types of as uh, mom just said where oh, it's just unsatisfactory it's unsatisfactory because we didn't solve the problem or we felt we didn't make huge leaps and bounds but I would say it's uh, unsatisfactory is better than no discussion whatsoever mm-hmm. and uh, sticking your head in the sand and ignoring whatever is going on. And sometimes when you when you face these types of topics or problems, the best thing to do is to face it, maybe not head on, but give it a good um, address and... Stick to your morals. Stick to your what, what is most important to you. Um, listen. Discuss. What else? Mm. I don't know. I mean, it all sounds... I would, I would say keep your ears open. Like, when, whenever you're talking to someone else, um, um, go with the vantage point that they that you may learn something from the other person and always ask questions yeah always cite sources <laughs> always read um and always understand that it's always going to be a shade of gray you're always going to make your decision based on the information that you have and you're never going to have enough information mm-hmm. so if you know that even your deepest rooted belief mm-hmm. is based on as much information as you have Mm. which is never all of it. Mm -hmm. So then that case, to your point, there has to be, you have to leave it open for it being challenged and you have to leave it open for, 
you know, it possibly exactly your mind o- being changed. Yeah, open open your 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 mind in in um, expecting to learn something new. Yeah, and learning something new can doesn't necessarily mean that. Uh, let's say you come in there with ten apples. It doesn't mean you walk out of there with eleven. It could mean you you lost half of those apples and then gained like one good like good mm-hmm. one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You some of some of our de- our ideas have to be I want to say destroyed. Yeah, maybe destroyed. Maybe you're gonna have to discard them. Maybe they just they just don't work as good mm-hmm. because of the, uh, of a new idea that comes in and and is solid. You know, so. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough because people get attached to the to their apples. Well, because they they think I mean their apples are how they identify like who my they apples. are and they're so and they're you know <laughs> and they and you know it, and it's really hard I think to sometimes have discussions about really complicated issues, especially if people's viewpoint is based on a belief hmm. that you're not. I mean, obviously we're being generic, but. I think around tragedies, people will say, you know, oh yeah, this is my belief or this is what the fix is. And there's nothing wrong with that either. No, I personally think there's nothing wrong with that because because through those beliefs, especially now, I would say like the majority of people that we know are at, at least middle aged now. You know what I mean? Oh Jesus, we're old. We're Ugh. old. We're old. So they got through life with these beliefs. So why would they, you know? move away from them now you know what i mean well, right um but i would tell warren to not be one of those people oh yeah well i think you can have beliefs um and you can have reasons or viewpoints on things but they should be changing all the time so you should be either adding to your belief or taking away from it based mm-hmm. on further research i mean you know i always just said like oh i don't have an opinion on that because i'm not educated about it mm. at a certain point you're like the information that you have makes you partially not completely but partially educated enough to have a belief because i would Mm -hmm. probably sit there and plead the fifth on every complicated or issue around gun control or around school programming or school security or politics or Mm -hmm. pro-choice or pro-life i mean you can even you know immigration and uh you know i mean everything everything that's up in the air these days everything so if someone were like here's a camera and a microphone tell me which side you're on like, I don't know enough about Ooh. any, I don't know enough about any issue to be on any, I don't know, any. Stake your claim. I, I, and I have. Stake your team. And I have such like heartache trying to, to do that. Cause it's like, oh, well in this liver, you know, this, I, I feel this way, but in this liver, I feel this way. And I understand mm-hmm. this side and the gray and the, the data is this, but the, you know, I feel this way and, and the data conflicts. So there's not enough data and yep. I'm a very data oriented person, obviously. Yep. And it makes me like so uncomfortable and I'm still even uncomfortable having this conversation because I don't know how I feel about anything. I don't know how I feel about proposed fixes. I feel really shitty about what happened. I I think the uncomfortability also comes from that. Like if you land on a, if you start moving in a certain degree and in a certain direction, then you gain the, the adoration and the applause and the acceptance of uh, you know the degrees towards that side, and then the ire and the anger <laughs> and the and the what is it the the the, the what, what did it say the the, the pitchforks and the what so I, I oh, forgot um, torches and pitchforks or and axes and knives and whatever it is. I mean you right you you you, you, you earn the ire of that side and you're 
possibly the worst person in the world because well, of, you know right. what I mean? I mean, it's what that Roosevelt quote where it's like, oh, you have enemies. Great. Cause it means you believe you stood up for something. Hmm. Cause oh. to that point, hmm. yeah, it's, you know, you have enemies good. It means you've stood up for something in your life. Whereas you just are not going to ever make hmm. everybody happy or everybody like you hmm. and to stand up for a belief and either side of any issue um, denotes that you've kind of, to your point, staked your claim, and it's almost like good for you, at least you chose, mm-hmm. versus people maybe like me that are even worse than everybody else because we're sitting there in purgatory being like, well, I don't know how I feel. I mean, if you, well, even, if you even look at like literary works like Dante's Inferno, we're like the worst kind of people. The people who don't take sides are like doomed to a life of... Is that what it, is it that really what is. said? It really is. And, you know, I think if you look at Christianity and things, like there's that within there. And if you look at all the quotes, especially like when it comes to climate change and the environment, like the worst people are the people who think like the problem's going to solve itself. And mm-hmm. or the worst people are the ones who don't take sides because then you're not contributing to anything. I think that's why people hate like when they make fun of them, people hate South Park because South Park has been uh, known for being fence straddling and they shit on every side. Yeah. They find like the the extreme of every side and all the nuances to to every side and they go full comedic bore on them which is really funny um but they even they, they're self-aware but they say like we're I, I think the quote was we're fence straddling douchebags you know yeah. I mean? and it's a very it's a very and i would even argue it's, it's kind of like a buddhist like stance on things as well too you know, it's always been about the middle road with mm, with, yeah. with with Zen and Buddhists. You well, know what I mean? Dante has thing. I mean, I think Dante <laughs> says those people, if I remember correctly, oh, and I oh, might be wrong. Mean, what do you mean, those people? <laughs> exactly. I think we are. Granted, I feel like everyone in Dante's Inferno and all the circles is naked, but they're naked. They're being mm. like eaten by like bugs, and mm. they're and they're basically following in a circle someone with a an unnamed flag or an unstaked flag and they're basically doomed to follow nothing hmm. because they've chosen in their life to follow nothing i think that's a uh i think that's um um i, I want to argue with dante here because uh look what you're in charge of buddy you know <laughs> he's in he's, he's in charge of hell you know so well no don well or whoever anyway you know what i mean we're splitting hairs, but we are. yes, but the book is Inferno, but there's Purgatorio and Paradiso and Dante's mm-hmm. a character and it's I guess, led by Virgil, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, yeah, to your point, it's obviously, you know, meant to kind of do your seven deadly sin type vices yeah. and things. And there's circles for everything. It feels like, but, uh, no, I mean, it is sort of the Buddhist way I think, but you know, I understand where people are coming from. I'm just, extraordinarily uncomfortable taking sides in most cases so i'm everyone's worst enemy no no, that, that, no, no that's that's i and i understand that as well too and that's where where i i also i also have said that it, it's kind of like damned if you do damned if you don't so it's just kind of like you know what i mean i'm just when it comes to quote choosing sides the thing that i uh, despise most of, of, of that notion is that there's there's an air out there of of I, I, I guess I'll, I'll just say it there's like media and other societal pressures out there that uh, game and profit off of ensuring that 
the sides don't agree with each other and that they're always at each other's throats. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So there's no money in them for those sides to come together. And that there's they gain nothing from having those sides resolve mm -hmm. and make peace or what's, to what's understand it? one another. I mean, there's lots of quotes, obviously we're quoting lots, but there's basically that quote that says in order for, I don't, you know, it's basically that you divide, you divide yeah. your people and then they can't yep. rise up against you. Yep. Yep. And so when, whenever I hear about, oh, no, choose a side, choose a side, it, it, it's just like, that's the last thing I want to do because like once you, once you do that and then there's like. Uh, this little snickering joker in the background going, ha, 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 rubbing, rubbing their hands together and collecting all the profits of, you know, as each side, like, spends money or, or, or uh, uh, unknowingly contributes to this joker who is just perpetuating all of this, mm -hmm. you know? And it's... It's recognizing that if you want to, once again, since this is Warren's announce table, it's recognizing that everything is, is uh, um, a show where Vince McMahon wants people to boo or wants people to cheer. And he will give you a face or a, a good guy or a heel or a bad guy and try to keep the audience um, yeah. cheering for, for, for one of them. Yeah. You know? And does everything in his dastardly power to keep that dynamic going. Mm -hmm. And nothing is worse than if everyone gets along and um, um, they, they, they don't yeah. want to see like a conflict. Yeah. I mean, if you have an audience having 50% cheer for one guy and 50% cheer for the other girl um, denotes a level of intensity. That means they're always going to quote unquote tune in yep. or look where I want to look and I mean, if you even take from like the digital perspective of the the amount of engagement around these bigger issues, mm. and the amount of um, advertising spend mm -hmm. that's happening in between those posts about you know, yep, said side, you got a couple ads in there, right? Mm. Um, so I think uh, it's just good for people to be aware of what's going on mm -hmm. so in case people wonder i do actually choose the side i choose the side of warren yeah so i'm yeah. on team i'm on team w team 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 w for sure <sighs> in any case that was the end of uh nxt i think we somewhat covered like one match. we just said nothing there's i think <laughs> what ember moon and shayla Baszler and, and, and Kyrie sane came in to save yep. ember because she got hurt i don't know mm-hmm in any case, I want to thank you, the wonderful Jessica, for for weighing in on, uh, as as we said, like a, a somewhat difficult topic. And um, as I like to say on, on on this podcast, if we're not pushing, if it if it's not like uncomfortable for us, then we're not learning. Mm. And I think you know, we had hey, it happened. You know, yeah, I think so. In any case, tune in this weekend for our first repeat guest. Yes. We have Mr. Mario Hamblin Jr. Mario. And uh, it was a awesome discussion. Like, geez, man, when you talk about getting deep, he went into philosophy, went into, I, I think I'm pronouncing this right, solopism. Mm -hmm. um, and... Uh, 
uh, some some he, he went into Nietzsche and, and Freud and uh, Schrodinger. Um, it was it, it went deep, and of course video games, and of course <laughs> jujitsu. Of course. So. Of course, of course. Um, it 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 was it was a great discussion. I hope uh, everyone uh, enjoys it when the episode drops this weekend. But for now, I hope everyone uh, enjoys the or you know if you're listening to this, the Valentine's Day probably already passed. So we hope you enjoyed Valentine's Day. Is there anything you want to say? No. Um, don't order no. <laughs> Applebee's appetizers on Valentine's Day before doing a podcast if you want to feel good about yourself, because mm. I don't think we're feeling so good about ourselves right now. Mm. Speak for yourself. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, that's it. Oh, so, everyone, thank you for tuning in. As always, we love you all. And we will see you uh, next week for the next uh, midweek podcast. Have a good night, everyone. Good night.